Going on there, we'll just get into it. Hell yeah. I'm in the about to watch I'm rewatching Berserk right now. Ooh. So, um, yeah. That was bad. Anything with like a big sword oh, yeah. and some ass kicking, I'm like in. So I'm good. like I'm like, all right. Did you ever play Final Fantasy? <laughs> oh yeah. And oh yeah. Okay, Seven's cool. the best. Same, um, yeah. hands down. I feel like like our age group is the seven is the best group. People who are older will always say six. Yep, no. And I and I like they don't know how long I've been building the argument of why seven's the best <laughs> and they always find out when I go. Um some dude tried being like i worked at square enix i was like no nah, you're still wrong then if you work <laughs> at S- square enix and you can't appreciate everything that seven brought to the table you're even more wrong and yeah. you shouldn't have worked there <laughs> what do you th- what's i think my favorite video game is kingdom hearts Ooh, that's my favorite video are you game. excited that we're finally dude, finally getting three yeah like, i don't have a system at the moment so yeah. now i'm like debating oh, kind of getting back into it well, yeah, I, I was, uh, so I can play I, oddly three. enough, have been able to finesse getting paid to play video games. Oh, so so now sick. I can, it's a tax write-off. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, What's uh, the last one you got paid to play? Oh, man. What do you um, do, like, pay, like review I, it or like, no, think I do, about uh, bugs with Twitch it? Twitch streams, live oh, on Twitch. Hell yeah. um, and the last one I played is this new game called Absolver that came out, oh, yeah. which is fucking dope. Like, it What's looks that about? dope. Uh, so you're familiar with Dark Souls, right? Oh, hell yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost like a Dark Souls type dungeon crawler, except it's all martial arts. And it's like <laughs> very, like kind of For Honor where it's very technical and you have your four stances, your front right, front left, back uh, back right, back left. And you have these fight decks where you make your combos. Okay. And there's like, there's like three initial ways you start off. One is... Um, like you absorb hits and then when you counterattack you get that health back another is you just straight up dodge them and another one is that you parry um but you can find other like schools of fighting and learn new fighting styles so like there's a stagger style which is basically drunken boxing yeah and it's really cool it sounds bad yeah and it, and it looks real dope everyone has these masks that cover their face and so you can like pick up different masks to use and like it's like a give and take type system where like you can put heavier armor on which will make you you more defensive but will slow you down and make your attacks weaker Mm. so like you can be super strong attack but have no armor so you're super squishy (laughs) or you can be super defensive and uh and not hit that hard or like trying to find like a happy mix of both interesting hell yeah that's like that you build those decks that's like the there's the the one on the ds for the oh yeah oh yeah yeah, you could build Mm -hmm. the cards and you had to build your your deck yeah i'm interested to see what the the third one's gonna be if it's like still like kind of button mashing or like time commands or oh yeah i know it's so so much time has passed between like the last kingdom hearts and now and just advancements in action rpg it was such it was god because it Oh yeah, they uh, they oh, yeah. They, re- they released some game it's footage. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right. I'm gonna have to give that give that a look because that God man, that there it was my favorite like boss situation because you go yeah. into these old worlds, but it's like Scar possessed, yeah, or Jafar possessed, <laughs> and it's like all right, this is I'm that down. Toy Story world too looks super mm-hmm. legit. I'm yeah. like okay. Let's do it. Let's see what is, who's going to be the bad guy in that one. I might have to fight a yeah. big kid, a possessed kid. I know. <laughs> Good. 
But uh, hey, uh, thank you for everyone <laughs> listening. This is the listening room. We got an in studio conversation. We're with Ify Wadiwe. Hey, Ify, how's you it doing, going? Dude? Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing very good. Thanks oh. for coming in, doing a studio yeah, session. Thanks for having Come, me. No problem, man. Uh, yeah, we did the the live show last night at Spider House Ballroom. I had a fun time. If you had a good yeah, time, yeah, it was, it was a real good time. Yeah. Also, you like you're not. I, I realized I didn't post it. I put it on uh, my Insta story, so you're not gonna see it. But that jacket, that blazer you had was top notch. Was hot, yeah, 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 dude. Um, for those listeners that can't see, I think I threw a picture on my Facebook. I wore the maroon blazer. Oh, Haven't yeah. worn the maroon blazer in quite some time, so I was like, I'll, I'll bring it out for. Yeah. I'll bring it out for a fun fest show. <laughs> it was good. Um, but yeah. Uh, Please uh, peep peep the the fest show. It was awesome. All star lineup. Even though I just butchered Niraj <laughs> Srini Savan's last name so bad, <laughs> we listened to it back last night, and Ethan kept he kept like. I'd say it, and then he'd go back a second, and he'd say it, and he'd go back a second. He'd just keep laughing and replaying oh, man, it. I that's felt hilarious. Because I, I was, like, nervous about setting the show up and then doing my story, and then I was like, oh, I'm like, all right, we did it. Let's get the first one. And it was this mix of, like, oh, shit, who's first? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's Niraj, and I was supposed to, I tried to, and then it all just fumbled yeah. out. It all just unraveled before me. It all just came at you And too I felt fast. so bad. I felt so bad. My heart sank in my feet. But I gave him a good bit to roast me yeah, on, yeah. like, right up the front, front okay. end. But, but no, yeah, is yeah, uh, feel free to listen back on that story because that whole show was that whole show was awesome yeah um and if you shared a story about um <laughs> millennial or uh online chatting dating oh, yeah. getting into some trouble um have you have you ever do were you ever um did you ever know of Wyville? have you ever seen that no. growing up Wyville? it was like this chat one i like got it wasn't, I didn't get like in trouble per se yeah. on this one, but it was like, you would like make these small little avatars oh. and you'd decorate their clothes and it's very yeah. like 2D flat. Oh shit. And you'd like click, you could go to these different, like it was like a playground, a living room, like downtown, like all these different And then they rooms. would have the, uh, the, the dudes on the 4chan B would have the dudes with the afros and then that, yeah. Oh yeah. I remember yes, why. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. That was my Totally forgot. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, it was, uh thinking of your story i was like what's the first kind of platform that yeah. i got on where i was like communicating I'm like damn it was wyville so I, w I hung out on the bootleg version of uh wyville which was coke coca-cola had their own it was called like the coke zone or something where you did literally the same thing but it was called coke studio because you were supposed to like build your own apartment and then it was <laughs> it's like that very like minecraft era of where they present yeah. you with a product and then you see how creative people can be because the concept of it was you get like a like maybe like 15 by 15 square um space and you can design that room however you yeah. want and you would um gosh i must have drank so much coke because the the purpose <laughs> was that there was these codes under the caps of coca-cola uh, and, and they and, and it gives you the in-game currency to buy the different products so like me and my sister would go and buy coke only for school and like split up our caps so we can like do it 
and then eventually you saw people instead of building like um because you could invite other players okay so instead of building like a house they would build like dance clubs or a restaurant (laughs) and it was like people were just basically rping yeah it was it was super dope and uh I think it was like after Go Gaia, it gave me the extra step I needed. Because Go Gaia, you made an avatar and it was all kind of like forums. Okay. And so you would RP that way. But this one, you could kind of walk around. And if you say something, you'd have chat bubbles. Mm-hmm. You'd go on like dates. It was, yeah. it was, it was wild. I remember the, yeah, the Wyville where you get the two avatars close together and then you'd, you'd type in like dance or something mm-hmm. and then they'd friction around. But oh, people would yeah. use that as like their cyber sex. <laughs> They're like two characters would yeah. go down in a corner be like dance dance and they'd go like they'd be like jiggling close to each other and then they'd type in like oh yeah oh baby (laughs) because you go one the word where it would all happen is there's this one room where you could play checkers oh yeah against someone and they had like a shit ton of rooms (laughs) so if you wanted to like do that go have your your wyville cyber sex you'd be like meet me in checkers room 638 (laughs) like some random ass one no one's gonna be in and then you'd show up in there and then you'd like do yeah, your little you'd, chat you'd in the bathroom. Every now and then a dude would like randomly come into oh, the man. room and then he'd like, and it'd always be like some beginning person is like their avatar is like this potato guy yeah. with like a <laughs> doodle face on. He's like, yeah. and he'd like float down by you and be like, hey guys, what's up? Can I watch? And yeah. I'm like, get out of get here. Out of We're having cyber sex. And yeah, and then my, yeah, my account got shut down. I got an email that's like, you've been, Naughty. looks like you're not using Wi-Fi for the purposes of what Wyville's <laughs> for. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, no. Have you ever played Furcadia? No. Okay, so this one was super deep cut, and I found <laughs> it because I had a huge crush on this girl in high school, and we were kind of, we were kind of like, you know, talking, I guess, is what the cool kids say. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she was like, oh, you should play this game for Katie with me. Little did I know, it's kind of like, it's like this fur, it's a furry game. Oh, it's hell It's just yeah. like a furry, what was almost furry? like sec- Well, it was wolves, which I was into. I'm a big wolf head. Oh, I yeah. like wolves, wolves are cool. wolf life, wolf pack. Packs. And then so, um, I remember, um, and what was cool is like, most of the time it's like, you would be an anthropomorphic wolf because it's like a, you know, yeah, furry yeah, site. Yeah. But like, our world we just were actual wolves and then i came in and she and then uh, i was like the alpha wolf and she was my <laughs> she was my like alpha wolf wife i guess did you did you all have names uh, did you pick I a forget, name i forget what my name okay. was i wish i knew but i remember one day i log on and she, i just get a message and she's like iffy help help and i was like okay and then like i go and it's and i back into my anthropomorphic uh wolf self and i'm like oh this is weird and i look around and there's like cages and chains and like she was in this weird bdsm wolf thing and she was trapped in the cage and i had to help her by unlocking the door oh my god yeah <laughs> i was like what happened she was like i don't know some guy tricked me into coming here and stepped into a nightmare yeah. in <laughs> retrospect i think she was really trying to build that rp and like that like like oh, i think yeah. like she 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 like she was just trying to you know spice things up and i was just too dumb like i was like whoa i need to find this guy yeah, and eat him because i'm because i'm a wolf yeah well it's, it's also good that your first instinct while she was tied up wasn't well hold on yeah yeah <laughs> here we go here we, oh okay and she's like oh what do you mean it's like I'm, on the off chance that yeah, she's yeah. gonna be like wanting that to happen it's yeah. like no man i brought you here to untie me it's like yeah. oh i'm sorry i got 
I thought, uh, I thought, I thought it you was wanted time. me to fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got all this leather on, uh, <laughs> which I did. They like automatically because all the worlds you control, like uh, you globally control how everyone looks. So, mm-hmm. like in this BDSM world, they put you in like the straps and everything. I was like, yo, <laughs> how'd I get this? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You were in the garb. Yeah. Um, let's see the uh, the first basically my first girlfriend I ever got in high school was she. We like I knew we knew of each other, but we first didn't start talking until I think it was like Facebook Messenger oh, or wow. or maybe it was even MSN Messenger. But that was almost like kind of our like relationship started. It was just like talking online, and then especially now I I met my current girlfriend on Tinder. Oh yeah, and that's kind of how the first interactions have gone. And I think isn't well, it's, congratulations it's, to you. I think you're the only one who built a relationship <laughs> off Tinder. You know. <laughs> Tinder's where you go to fuck. No, yeah, that is true. There's that I there was also that that occurred there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also that. But then yeah, but I stumbled upon something great and I was yeah. like, oh tight. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I I personally am, am of the mind where it's like, you know, you can you can build strong relationships based off of your sexual chemistry. I yeah. feel like a lot of people do it the other way around and then there's this weird thing where it's like, Man, I really like this person, but they suck in bed. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah, if you yeah. would have fucked first And <laughs> you would have mm-hmm. known. Yeah. But you can work through, like, you know, sex can, sex is like basketball through communication and coaching. Oh, yeah, (laughs) and a little practice. Yeah, but, you know, it's more, I feel like it's more like dudes, they're afraid to, like, be told how to do their sex better. (laughs) They're like, what? No, I fuck good. And it's like, no, that's why I'm trying to help you. Because you don't. (laughs) You don't. It's it's important to have good, yeah, communication, chemistry. Or, or if you're on Tinder, you can just say a good thing from a friend. He's like, I'm the plug. And then yeah. like, just, get work, just get that money that way. It can be used for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I did that once. I was on the road. I was in Phoenix. I yeah. just matched with a bunch of people. And I just messaged everyone matched with. I'm like, I need weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> um, but uh, what I want to talk about, I believe, it's pretty, like, because back in the day, like, you know, uh, people even a decade or so older than us, they, they didn't have that first way to kind of communicate yeah. with people. It was either even calling or just talking with people this like online world of oh yeah texting uh, communication first before any type of like physical interaction happens it's so very it's interesting in like, yeah. in our culture because it's i can't yeah it's that's almost how i thought i want to meet like my girlfriend or so it's yeah. like oh I, had a, I was drinking at a bar and ran into <laughs> someone or a club i don't even like sometimes if I like meet some girls like after like a comedy show or something, because yeah. there was one time I remember and I just held that with me like in mindset throughout is like I was talking to this girl before the show and she was like she was like not into it she's like why whatever and I was like okay whatever and I go yeah. up and I kill it and then come up she's like oh hey what's up oh, you're yeah. so funny it's like fuck you like I'm like I know what you're oh, you, you did the old Mike Jones huh? back then they didn't want me now I'm hot they dude, all want me he's coming back around he was hey. here at South by last, oh, really? last oh, year man, yeah dude me some Mike Jones yeah he uh he was coming back around but yeah no it is interesting like it, it, I think it's just the I don't know because I feel like you have to have a certain level of confidence and like charisma to do comedy. So seeing yeah. that it changes like how you're viewed. But it is like that idea of like, man, you didn't want me. But it's like I remember I brought this up to another 
comedian because you know i'm married now and now i'm doing shows and then i get that and i was like of course when i'm married that's when like i'm i'm having the most luck with ladies and being like this and he was like yeah no he was like that's the one uh advantage to stand-up comedy he was like (laughs) he's like you sit there and you do all these shitty shows and you eat dicks on stage and people don't laugh on you so on the off chance that one person might want to have sex with you because you're funny (laughs) i was like yeah that's true you know where'd you uh where'd you meet your wife uh right outside of ucb sketch 101 so comedy still yeah comedy still (laughs) in the end (laughs) got me got me my lady my wife my wife she was she in the audience was she a Uh, member of the so she was she was coming to um take sketch 101 and she drove down from san francisco that day so it was like literally her first day in la i was the first person she met and i was wearing this um maccabi games shirt because i did this one like improv mashup show and they're just throwing shirts out and i just grabbed it and i was like all right and so she's like an uh argentine jew and so she was like oh you would you know about the maccabi games i was like nah man, this is a cool ass shirt <laughs> and so she was telling me about it and i was like all right well and she said she did stand up so i was like well i have a show uh over in burbank tonight if you want to go and she was like yeah all right i'll come and i didn't expect her to come in yeah. you know but she came and uh then like we stayed and she was able to get up at the open mic so like in that night we both were able to see each other's comedy we both did well there so it it hit it off you know if i bombed it'd probably <laughs> be a different podcast right now like yo i'm still in these streets looking for a lady I'm still single nothing. yeah still <laughs> i'm living Oh, that's good. Um, but yeah, single. That single. Life. <laughs> I didn't want to leave it hanging. No, no, no. the. Uh, but yeah, that's a the the story. If you kind of shared, touched on, yeah, topics of uh, some internet chat and oh, yeah. things going awry, going too far. I won't f- tell you the whole thing. Definitely have to peep it out. But it's <laughs> it's interesting. These were. Um, I got this one time in in Catholic school. I grew up in Catholic school. Oh, yeah, so did um, I. I uh, we got in trouble first for in the school computer in the room uh, just typing in dirty words and like just because we didn't get sex we didn't get yeah. anything so we're like all right what is a vagina it's gonna yeah. get we're oh, gonna yeah. get we're gonna get down to the bottom of this um so we would look it up and we got caught by the teacher <laughs> and we were like god damn we got in like a couple of detentions or something but then our next step was going back to the library and we pulled out <laughs> a big ass dictionary oh and we like awful. hid in a corner and opened it up and like crowding over it we were looking up breasts oh, vagina so penis <laughs> and we we're just letting they're like my teacher's like what are you doing and it's like actually really just educating yeah, yeah. yourself that's like, a, but that's what's so funny is like there's this whole aversion to like sex that like it's so weird it's like bizarre like now that i'm an adult and can look back that like parents had to sign off about learning about bodies like it's like oh you we don't want to offend you by you know just explaining how the human body works like when any you know without going too deep down that rabbit hole it is funny where yeah you were literally trying to educate yourself and if you would have took the class and got those snickers out then yeah i wouldn't have need yeah this bullshit this dictionary (laughs) or this internet help that's where the yeah where the teachers fell short the internet in the dictionary where they yeah. were there for me yeah the the only time i do remember getting any type of like sexual education this was like junior high this yeah. like this lady came in that's like her job to give <laughs> those speeches i guess to catholic schools and i this is what she had she had um uh a waffle yeah and she was pouring syrup in it and what? she was like this is a, a guy's brain 
it has all these different compartments in it for their thoughts and the syrup is information or whatever and guys are easily they can categorize things and they can like cons- like yeah. yeah have organization and then she held up a bag of spaghetti with syrup in it and she's like and these are girls brains what like, you can't yeah i was like no so way. for the longest time i was just like so what i was almost thinking also, of what like what does that have to do with sex ed? yeah i was like i thought i was getting yeah sex ed i didn't know i was getting like the Yo. difference between boys and girls Yo, and here's I was like, a misogyny 101 for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh my god thanks catholic school um yeah i know right there i went to did, catholic yeah, school did you yeah do you have and, any like yeah, crazy yeah. like and our crazy story is like i went to catholic school and compton i feel like okay i should mention that before <laughs> you get into this uh before i mention this next part of the story. so we uh wanted to start our own gang uh at the catholic school and we called it pcp and it stood for <laughs> it stood for players club pussy which okay. because of course because <laughs> yeah. we're of course that's what like sixth seventh graders will come up with but then we thought we we're smart it was like because we were writing pcp everywhere we we're like if we get caught We'll just say it stands for our club uh, prayer church prayer. Like, <laughs> two, like prayers, just two prayers. Just two prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and and w- to us, this was the most genius idea. Like we didn't consider yeah. the fact that we'd still get in trouble for vandalism. It doesn't matter if it means prayer, church prayer. But we, it was so dumb. It was like, oh my gosh. Did like, you ever get in trouble for, did you ever see you spray painting? No, we, we never, we didn't spray paint it. We weren't, yeah. we weren't that cool. We'd used a pencil and like did it oh, yeah, small. We weren't there. bold where we did it big at all. We were the lamest gang at the catholic school um Dude, but yeah this yeah there did you ever see anyone get like reprimanded in a very odd way from catholic school or like because basically well i'll share what story the uh this one i was like a very like loud class clown super high energy yeah. kid and they there's always these punch cards and it's like if you get filled up all 10 in your punches then you get like a detention or like an in-school suspension yeah. type of thing and uh i would always fill up that punch card and they're like what are we gonna do to fix this like what are we gonna do so fourth grade they put me in the corner of a room and someone had an old refrigerator box <laughs> and they like put me in this box oh man with like the corners of the it was like the wall and then behind me was like a bookshelf little half of the library and then the the box would wrap around it and like a flap would only open up or it was like the teacher's desk kind of yeah. and where she lectures and i would, oh. couldn't see like my whole like class at all or anything oh. like i was in a bad one <laughs> it was, yeah it, yeah. Was, it, was well, it was stupid <laughs> for me like from uh ev- everything before third grade uh you they were still able to spank kids in class oh damn so like i got the whole put your hand out and you'll get hit with a ruler joint and we had um and like up until second grade we had nuns uh instead of like the teachers and they were just real like it was like some kind of movie that you see <laughs> oh, now shit. where it's like come to the front <laughs> Put out your hands and they'd... And, uh, Mr. Waterway, are you misbehaving? Yeah, oh yeah. And then like third grade was like, you know, there were no nuns, but we were still getting, uh, I forget her 
name but like i was still getting like my hands hit with the ruler um and then fourth grade it just disappeared and it was never addressed like they never were like we're not gonna do this anymore because it was wrong <laughs> it just stopped happening uh, <laughs> we're just gonna sweep this on yeah like i'm sure someone was like yeah we can't um do that anymore like, there's a huge uh, ixnay on the itting children <laughs> uh so but um but yeah that's i think that the weirdest thing that i'll i'll always forget i mean i'll always i'll always forget forget. so i forgot (laughs) no um i'll never forget is in fourth grade um there is this student named temple and like uh and i'm still friends with her too i uh she went to my elementary school we stayed and touched on 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 uh facebook i tried to take her on a date once didn't i don't think she really she was uh, feeling it wasn't feeling me yeah. uh, but now she's in a happy relationship and i'm married so you know we yeah, bounce you know, back paths, paths yeah, go their yeah, ways yeah. man uh, but, <laughs> but like in fourth grade like i was like uh, we were learning about something. We were learning about temples, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, nobody wants to go in your temple." Like being a dumb fourth yeah. grader, <laughs> and and she got sad and told the teacher, and uh. then the teacher was like, "Oh, you want to make fun of names? If you waterway, you're like a waterway." Like she roasted <laughs> she, me. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like what the? F- like I was so mad because it was like that weird <laughs> thing where it's like, I can roast you, Mrs. Wade, Mrs. Wade in the water, but I can't because it, like it was one of those things where I've already gotten in trouble a number of times where i got the speech from my dad was like if i have to go to school one more time you will you you will feel my wrath so i was like ah ah." like i was like oh i could just because it was like the perfect like audience to wear like that banger roast i probably would have been carried out of the classroom like rudy uh (laughs) right into punishment from my father that was all in compton compton i was in compton till uh eighth grade so um then i went to down which was the small town between uh basically long beach and compton are the biggest cities that are mm-hmm. close to it but um technically it's bordering cities are like montebello and um bellflower for all my for all my la natives who <laughs> <laughs> know what you're talking about uh, me i'm just throwing names and yeah. places right now i'm like i'm trying to link these up <laughs> oh, yeah. but downey was a huge jump for me because you know compton was predominantly you know black and latino and then we went to downey and it was like that's when like i really like really like legitimately first started like interacting with white people in a big way and like i was hella hyped because i watched <laughs> too much tv so in my head it was going to be clarissa explains it all like i was gonna have a ladder and just dish in this hop into my homie's house uh did not happen did Damn. not happen people don't like you just breaking and entering their rooms <laughs> no yeah um but yeah no it was super cool um because uh then i was there till i graduated from downey high then i was in long beach strong beach it's a beach town. It, Long Beach is cool because it's like a metropolitan beach town. So it's like has the chillness of a beach town. Uh, but you still aren't like just out of, you know, you still have that kind of city life. Um, I don't know if it's still as good now, but it was dope. Like, I feel like Long Beach is the perfect city from like your 19 to like mm. mid to late 20s because it's just so chill. Also, if you don't have to do anything in LA, it's yeah. a good place to be. 
um, from from their do in like school and everything. Did you uh, get into, most uh, people get like uh, they're like theater? Oh uh, yeah, were you involved? Oh in, like, man, yeah. yeah. When's yeah. the first time you kind of like <clears throat> was like your first sort of like creative outlet, oh. so to speak, or like first time of like a performance oh. aspect or a stage? Well, I've always liked you know being an actor. I've always wanted to be an actor, but like yeah. my dad's from Nigeria, my okay. mom's from Louisiana, and I feel like you know my dad just had no concept of acting and my mom kind of came from the idea of like well let's make sure you get your schooling because you need your schooling but i wanted so bad to act like i would just watch all these shows and want to be doing it and um i think my first 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 one is we did like a school play uh when i was in middle school but i think my first honest to god uh thespian endeavor was uh senior year of high school Hell yeah. like that's how long it took for me to connect the dots that oh i like acting i, like I should do drama <laughs> and that's just because i was and i think have always been kind of aloof in a sense where it's like i'm just a little spaced out and just kind of that's why like you know now my thing is like if i say i'm gonna do something i try to do it as immediately as possible yeah. because like sometimes i just forget float, float off just float on yeah. like modest mouse yeah. um <laughs> i like them yeah yeah they're, they're pretty yeah. solid Hell yeah. They, didn't they come out with a new album yeah um, the fi- lampshade yeah yeah fire or something? It? It's, it was pretty good okay. it was all right um yeah, what type of music you like? Uh, I, I I have a very eclectic taste of music. Oh yeah, but so I like a lot of things. Like, like I was like, who are you like? Three people you're just bumping right now. Uh, bumping right now that new ASAP Ferg. Okay, um, I saw that came out. Yeah, and yeah. Haven't given a chance. Uh, I've I've like was late on Jack U, which is that Diplo okay. and uh, Dead Mouse mashup. And uh, I listen to like a lot of uh, ambient tracks, like just straight up like lush vibes yeah. playlists on Spotify. Some like Tycho. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I fucks with Tycho. Yeah, heavy. yeah, yeah. Um, Tycho. Um, I can't get behind like the the Jack U. Isn't that it's Skrillex and yeah, Diplo, oh isn't yeah, it? Skrillex and yeah, Diplo. like they, uh, uh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's just like douchebag DJ Central, you yeah. Know? But sometimes you need that. Like I go to the gym a lot, and that's when okay, you need yeah. that. Like that's definitely not driving around music. That's like lifting heavy things music. Yeah, yeah I like. If I'm yeah working, I like listening to like metal music. If I'm Ooh, like, if I'm yeah. like, if I was I'm, big in um, my metal tracks for working out. Power Wolf, okay. uh, um, Saturday Satan for sure. Hell yeah. um, uh, Wolves of Armenia. Um, there we go. <laughs> and then we got uh, then I go with the classics like Metallica. Then I'll even drip in some Disturbed. Uh, ooh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah. I know that that uh, one. And I'll try. I'll like. I'm, this is how much of a dork I am. I'll try and like time the lift with the ooh. <laughs> No, you gotta do that. There's like, there's some system of a down songs that oh, do the yeah. same oh. thing. Like, Ooh. wait till like the build up on BYOB yeah. or oh. scientists, and your, then just <laughs> your boy went down a real huge system hole. Uh, Dude, oh like, yeah, uh, I'm still in there, year. man. Yeah. Where are you? Because <laughs> I was, because it just system was my jam in high school. Same so man, like, yeah. They're like, so like I just band. got that. You know, when you're listening to music and you're also being nostalgic, and you're like, oh man, yep, this is the toxicity of my city. Hey, they're coming, my city. They're coming back. I'm, oh man, yeah, I want to. Uh, yeah, I don't. I they. I've seen post all these like UK shows tours, and I yeah. wonder if they come through here, man. God, oh, I, seeing, time. I saw when Serge was doing his solo stuff when he broke away. I saw him open up for the Foo Fighters, oh, and he was nice. opening act, and I was like tight i'm like but i still want everyone yeah. else i want i want i want the full system experience yeah. yeah it was like my favorite bands in high school it was like it was system of a down yeah and def leopard oh, those man. are my those mine's, are my mine's was like system of a down you ready for it system of a down 
Lincoln Park. Hell yeah. And like, uh, um, like, ooh, like straight up like high school metal, like uh, From Autumn to Ashes. Oh, yeah. Uh, August Burns Red. Yes. Sayosin. Sayosin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You're not alone. That's oh, okay. yeah. Uh, but Silverstein. Silverstein. Yo, <laughs> let's talk about them real quick. So I do when a. Broken is easily fixed. <laughs> so I do a. Um, live rpg on twitch for uh, a company called hyper rpg that is a that takes place and is canon in the valiant comic universe and so uh valiant was one of the sponsors of uh warp tour this year okay so they took us to warp tour and silverstein what? was playing oh. and it was like there was like only two bands on that lineup i knew and it was silverstein and gore and it was and, <laughs> and i was an old man and they were up too late for me i was like I, daddy gotta go home war they, was at war war yeah and then it was like it was like we were, we were able to go backstage and you saw like all the costumes and just sitting out and we we're oh like what yeah, Do they have was, a, don't they have a chick that's a lead singer they, now? they fired her for some reason oh, yeah. uh but yeah. like yeah i thought she was pretty dope but Hell yeah. they said it didn't work no but it might have some friends recently that uh where was that warp tour at uh this one was in pomona pomona california okay my buddies actually got to play one in kansas city this oh, year nice yeah they're in this band called salt creek yeah they're like um it's more like yeah ambient post rock sort yeah. of stuff of like uh balance and composure mm-hmm. or like uh the turnover yeah listening? they're like i'm i'm going back to lincoln nebraska at the end of this month to do this festival called lincoln calling yeah bring, oh, shit, i'm bringing heard of that yeah. yeah i'm bringing the story show out there and yeah, i'm gonna like so kind of interview some bands and hang out with some people i'm gonna try to get salt creek in there and hang out with them oh that's so, so it's fun to like talk yeah it's fun to talk about music and with people listen i was like oh yeah i'm like the same like i listen to like so much yeah stuff from yeah like hip-hop metal music to indie rock yeah like, yeah some like old school folk country definitely anything that's just not like stadium pop or yeah and it's funny because like the the moods will hit and you'll know because you'll just be like there'll be times when i'm just listening to all my like my banger rap playlist and nothing's hitting for me i was like all right it's time to switch yeah. genres it's time to see what's going <laughs> and they turn on like code code orange or yeah. something and you go and <laughs> walk around a snarl in yeah. a grocery store and everyone's like what's wrong with this kid i'm just feral just <laughs> yeah. i'm in beast mode right now with holding this bread yeah <laughs> because he's squeezing his bread too hard <laughs> um hell yeah yeah music's dope um well um, when did you, yeah, you start getting into comedy, man? Oh, well, like, technically about five years ago. Technically, the mo- in the most technical sense, it's I started in 2006, in my senior year. So, yeah. So, my senior year, I was in, uh, as you like, and the reason I, the only reason I was in that play. And how old are you at right now? Uh, I am 29. 29. I'm 30. Uh, Tight. And, <laughs> but, uh I'm going to be 30 in February. I didn't finish that sentence. Uh, <laughs> and, and then just stop. And yeah. What? And he's like, in what? In what? <laughs> I'm always 29. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'll never age. Uh, but we, um, I joined this thing called Comedy Sports High School League. And Comedy Sports is this like family-friendly short-form improv troupe that started in New York and is in LA. Okay. And they start this high school league where high schoolers play improv at school, uh, play do improv shows at each other's school. And it's like this faux competition that based on crowd reaction that obviously the home team always wins. Yeah. Um, and so we were doing the show and... 
it was, and when we were doing it, he kind of took over as the drama teacher. So he wanted like the comedians to be um, in the as you like it play, and that was the first time I was doing a play, and it connected with me. It was like, oh yeah, this is how I can act because to me, like, and we'll, we'll re- revisit this is like like I like acting, but I specifically wanted to do TV acting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I do this. Um, I take I end up taking a year off not on purpose just because like I graduated yeah. and then but like the advisor had his own indie improv team he was like hey if you want to play you know just do it and like I was like okay and you know once again if you be in the loof again never really followed up on it till like one day one of my parents was like why aren't you didn't your teacher say that uh you could join his team like why aren't you performing with them so i start performing with them pretty regularly up in orange county and like deep orange county like damn near going to san diego and it was, i was Shit. having a good time it was like lots of fun um and, and then eventually like it just became a part of the uh just the system of things so at the time i was working for the la county register recorder in the day going to long beach community college at night and then on weekends i would just do uh improv it was just like this you know it just yeah, becomes you did what like you did. yeah, yeah especially routine. doing it being in the corporate world it just was this you're you keep doing it till you retire and or die <laughs> um <laughs> and then i was listening i got real into podcasts and my buddy told me like you got to listen to the donald glover um wtf episode and i was like all right and i listened to it and like at the time in my head i was just destroying it at improv just killing it like you know i was that guy's like a multi faceted individual i'm I'm not familiar with that episode oh yeah it's 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 very early on it's very worth listening to this is like before yeah like he he started rapping or like he was rapping before like he really blew up as a rapper you know it was definitely like around like that community time okay his album and he was just getting ready to jump and like see what else he can do basically and um but like yeah i thought i was killing it and you know i was one of the only black guys doing improv in orange county mm-hmm. and i just fucking um i i like i i so i thought i was killing it yeah. and i listened to the podcast and goes oh there's only a few black guys doing improv uh you know and he and he said it that way like he didn't say specifically in la if i remember correctly he was like there's only a few black guys in the improv scene and like even though i knew that i wasn't in the scene he was talking about i was still half expecting to hear my name because (laughs) you know you just you know just that ego that comes with comedy and when i didn't hear my name it just clicked where it's like okay i need to be down there i need to be in la doing that and that's when i just dove in head first uh started doing stand-up started doing improv started just going and then my routine got a real jolt because you know when you get that corporate routine and everything just becomes like one it, it isn't really exciting it's just how things are it's the norm nothing's cool so then i get this jolt because i start taking ucb classes at the time i didn't have a car so i would have to take this train that only it's it's basically like a um business train um i'm trying where like it runs during the hours only some hours Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah like basically from like six to like seven at night so you so, probably have to take it and then oh, like yeah. wait so a I while was, so i would take it and also there was a huge gap between um 
like when it would arrive so i would have to sneak out of my job 30 minutes early to take this train to la then from there go to class then i'd have to take a myriad of buses to make it back home and i'd make it back home at um at like two or three at night and i'd have to wake up at six because i had to take that same train back so i took the train to work but it goes all the way to la and i worked like in Norwalk, which is like a little ways from LA. So I'd take it to work, but then I'd sneak to take it all the way down to LA and then take all these buses across town to make it home. So I'd just have like maybe three hours of sleep the next day, but it was worth it. Like yeah. that was like my favorite part of the week was getting to do improv and then um, started auditioning. And like I didn't i went through sick time so quick because like i started calling out work for auditions and i wasn't booking anything but i was just happy to be doing it and then eventually i uh the dell close marathon uh came around which the dell close marathon is a huge marathon in the new york ucb scene dedicated to dell close and um it was uh it was going to be in um it's in New York, so I'd have to fly out. And it's usually, it's from Friday to Sunday, but I was like, if I'm flying to New York, it was, it was my first time in New York, I was like, yeah. I wanna leave Thursday. Yeah. So I was doing the math, I already was suspended for work, um, from work from taking too many days off, like because I ran out of sick yeah. time, but I was still calling in sick. So I got suspended from work for a week, um, and also side note my dad worked at the job like he he kind of helped me get the job so like people were like trash mostly because like if i fucked up they would like go to my dad and i was like all right i get it but also like i am an adult and you are my boss like stop going to my dad about shit um damn (laughs) okay so it was like the main supervisor no no he was in a whole different department but like obviously like since they're all high up they're like look I know this is your son. Like basically, basically <laughs> they were just trying, yeah. they were trying to, they didn't know that I didn't give a fuck about the job basically. Did, yeah, well, that's kind of how it doing, is. Did they know comedy stuff was going on at the time or did they, you keep they, some of that world separate? Knew, but it was that, it was that same thing of like, what's funny is like when you tell people who, um, for lack of a better word, and I don't mean this in a mean way, so no one get mad, but like normies, uh, who no, yeah. like, who like, because I feel like I've learned that they're the type of people, like when they hear what it, what I do to do comedy, that like you're picking up gig to gig, you n- don't have anything stable. There are people who are like, I can never do that. I need a cubicle, I need an office, that's how I look. And oh. so like, when you tell people like that, where it's like, yeah, I'm trying to leave this, to do yeah, that. this is not my thing. They're they're like okay, like yeah. it's, it, like it seems, especially when you tell them because you want to be like an actor, comedian. They're like okay, yeah, all right, sure, yeah. You know, sure, sure thing. And so they knew, but they they thought I was talking out my ass. Really, um, there were there were a few people who believed in me. I want to shout those people yeah, out, yeah. you know, because I know they'll be listening to this at work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, um, for the most part, people were like, yeah, okay, whatever. But like they. What they were trying to do was just trying to help me keep the job in a sense. They were, they were kind of just like, hey, your son's kind of goofing. That's good looking at it. Yeah. yeah the, you know, they, they wasn't from a place of negativity, but it was like kind of feeling like I'm doing my thing. They're like, you don't need to call my dad. But anyway, I did the math. I just got off of a suspension for missing too much time and I would have to take more time to fly to New York and then at the time I just booked a short where they would need me for a week and so I had to make the jump and I quit the job. I put my two weeks in right before two weeks before that trip and then I jumped and I think that was uh, 
almost three years ago now. Nice. And now, like, yeah, I just make all my money just doing dick jokes, hosting stuff, and Twitch, you know? Dude, so, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I felt that way. Like, I've sent me out, like, even I've only lived here for, like, three years, and I've had, like, four or five different day jobs. Yeah. Because it's whenever it's, like... I try to be definitely, I actually try to be very upfront with all of them about yeah. like what I do in my schedule and like the shows that I have and when I need to be gone yeah. and when festivals I'm coming through and I'm like, I can't be available. It's like, hey, this is important work to me. Yeah. And I like to be flexible and it's like if you definitely don't hang it or respect yeah. it or it's like, you know, it's like eating up too much of your time, but I hope we can come to agreement before. And, yeah. then, I, and then it's like, they're like, well, I didn't think it was going to be. And I'm like, cool. I can like quit like right now. <laughs> like I'll, like I don't. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the cool thing about being in LA because I remember, um, when people, um, when I was missing, they'd be like, all right, well you just need a part-time job. And I took it personally. Like they, they I was like, what they're saying, don't work here, but they're right. Like they're like, yeah. based on what you're trying to do, you can't work this job. And, and the cool thing about LA is it's so concentrated with all these like actors, musicians, just creatives that a lot of jobs are built on that. They're like, okay, yeah, we get we, it. We get it. This and isn't your so, main yeah, thing here. But yeah. Like, so this is and the way they'll do it is like you. That's for y'all to work out the employees. Y'all can switch schedules as much as you need, and that's and that made life easy. I remember I had one before I fully like uh, left. I had one part time job at this juice place where <laughs> somehow it was in Santa Monica, and somehow I was the only like actor. So like. It was so easy to find someone to pick up the shift because everyone just wanted to make, make money. money yeah. yeah, and you were the so only one like, who had yeah. other oh, things going on. It was, it was beautiful. I could <laughs> I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, I need it. Like, I'd be like, oh, I just got an audition for tomorrow. They're like, I'll take it. I was yeah. like, all right, cool. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Um, we, um, when you listen to uh, the show, we uh, hyped this up. I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, but yeah. your album's coming out on yeah, the yeah. 15th. The oh, yeah. Community really College excited. Dropout. Yeah, the Community College Dropout dedicated <laughs> to my man, Yay. Yay. I knew that. Uh, yeah. I saw that representation there. I was like, oh, yeah. weird if it's. Are you going to have like a bear on the front? Or, like, oh, no. It's, uh, here, I'll show oh, you, you a little bit. Yeah, I'll get the cover. You, oh, it's can't, a little, you can't. This is a listening room visual component yeah, yeah. only. I'm sorry, um, folks. But um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll post it on the site. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we can share for sure. I didn't know if it was. Oh, yeah, no, you we can let you're it out. Op- you're totally open to share. Hell yeah. But this is the album cover. Oh, <laughs> it, it does take um, <laughs> a representation from it. That's cool, dude. Check that out, Donna. Thumbs up, thumbs up from Donna, yeah, yeah. producer chair. But, you know, as crazy as crazy as Kanye could be, sometime I like I, I used to like legitimately like hate this guy at first, but it was b- before I was, I was hip. Um, like, no, yeah, yeah. But like, um, I like just the idea of like if you believe in yourself, not letting anyone change that perspective of you, and like you know, a lot of the stuff like people hate him for is just him just being headstrong and be like no i believe in my product and i put yep, the work in and it, and i think one of the most endearing qualities about him is like no matter how much someone can say they hate kanye no matter how much all you can be like is like but this the music and they're like yeah he's he's the like they yeah, can, but no one no yep. no one can say he's bad like I, yeah i it, definitely yeah, yeah i love i do love his music um Say my favorite album of his. Oh man, it might be Graduation. Graduation is solid. Graduation uh, is is one of those albums that has been 
catalog and attached to a point in my life where mm. and it was when it was right before i got a job at the the county and i was living in lake elsinore which is like this you know southern desert city in california and i was working at dhl i hated it because i'd have to work from like 10 to 4 in the morning just putting boxes on a pallet but on the drive there i would always listen to graduation and when i was going home i would listen to graduation and i'd see the sun coming up and it'd be like that same purple that's on the cover it was like yeah, you know, so like it's just like a visual like oh man hell yeah, yeah. dope <laughs> um so yeah how'd that how'd the album come about uh is, yeah, yeah. is it um did you take like a couple nights recording it uh, some people help you yeah. put it out uh, oh yeah so basically how the I'll, i did a show on hulu called coming to the stage yeah, by see. comedy dynamics and uh and so i did the show and it was cool and then like a few months later i get an email from uh my agent that was like comedy dynamics wants to produce your comedy album and i was Dope. like all right hell yeah so um <laughs> then i was like okay let's make this as far in the future as possible yeah. um so i pushed it and like i wanted to do it at ucb mostly because it's one of the few stand-up comedy places in la you can just go to and just watch comedy um that and the largo but largo never got back to my email so <laughs> like i hit them up you missed too. out you missed out but um but like i didn't want to do it at a club just because like it's hard enough getting like an all those people out at the show but then on top of that you they have to pay a two item minimum so that kind of sucks yeah uh but you know in the end like the one kind of de the one negative about it is that i can only have one slot because ucb has a packed schedule so yeah. I, had to, I had one shot one shot to make it hot oh yeah <laughs> yeah was no double take is yeah. one kill oh yeah Tight. so uh, so but what that Meant is how do you like, yeah how do you feel you perf how do you feel you perform like if you are under a certain pressure do you get sort of like nervous or you know because i mean comedy it's like oh, yeah. uh you know your good jokes are your good jokes yeah. but it's like still like like a album recording you kind of oh, yeah. want to be like yeah on you your want best it to be shit. chris uh with with me it for me it turned out good in the sense that um that like i prepped more for the album than i've ever prepped for any show ever like yeah. you know i know some co uh, comics like will rehearse their set list i never do that like i just kind of oh yeah figure out what i'm going to do like i just look at the jokes see if and then just go for it and now even now i just have like my bangers i know i'm gonna use my new stuff i'm gonna try and then just try and riff it out but like with that one i was just going since i had to do an hour i was like i was just going down going down so i just felt well rehearsed when it was more like a in a way like a play or something versus oh, yeah. just me doing stand-up like i still riffed but because i was so well rehearsed in what i'm doing like there was no question in the order or what i was gonna say hell yeah Bef before that uh recording how many were you able to like practice it anywhere like could you so, were there any like hour opportunities yeah, there, there was or no like, hour opportunities yeah. so what i did is like my a lot of my friends gave me residencies at their shows and i would just do oh, it by the chunk that's very nice and then like i'd bring like friends over and i'd just run the hour in front of them and they'd give me notes and then i'd invite them over again and run the hour in front of them and then they'd give me more notes hell yeah yeah that's a good community right there oh yeah that's awesome yeah yeah um uh your style seems very like uh, conversational, very fun yeah. and very fun observational stuff. Um, is, yeah, is there a certain type of place you write from or like, I, uh, are any points you really like any main, like marrow or meat yeah. of like 
where it all comes from? Like, what is like the, like we have, when you're on the stage sharing, what's like kind of what you hope is some of the main takeaways people kind of like yeah, get like, rather than just, yeah, being fun and like, yeah. dude, that was sick. <laughs> like I like observational. I think my favorite types of jokes are the ones that make you as a comedian go, why didn't I think of that? Like yeah, it was yeah, right yeah. there. Like those observations that are like, just Eureka like a slight off. You're, like, yeah, oh, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I never looked at it from that perspective. So like, that's why I like, you know, just being, just kind of taking things and be like, isn't this weird? And how the hell is this? You know, uh, <laughs> because that, I feel like that's one of the most relatable things is like, it's something that everyone can see, but never really looked at if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. No. Yeah, that definitely does. Um, hell yeah, man. Um, that's almost kind of wrapping up here to the end. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much for being here and like Thank sharing so some stories about your past. Um, well, what's what's coming up? What's hot right now? Um, yeah, so say if you got some fun shows going on anywhere, yeah, yeah. hype uh, some of your social so, media stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, from uh, the the weekend of the twenty first of September, I'll be in Portland from uh, Thursday to Tuesday. Shows incoming. Stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter if he's not funny with one f i f y s not funny uh, on Twitter that black nerd on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you if if watching live RP on twitch sounds like your bag i'm on hyper rpg on wednesdays at seven doing vanquished i play uh i play a character named dk which is named after my father um and he has a nigerian accent and it's so (laughs) funny because i'll do the accent for the whole show and then sometimes i'll do my personal stream on my own twitch and and people will be like oh i thought yeah that's you i thought that was you no i'm just being a character yeah just being a character that's awesome (laughs) well yeah um thanks for this conversation uh be sure to check out iffy story on the out of bounds comedy festival uh episode of the listening room Ooh. uh yeah that show was hype was that yeah. a fun time oh super fun like you guys are in for a treat this is coming out before the episode um yeah all yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna post it yeah yeah okay so we'll yeah. do it to hype up the story yeah, yeah. yeah dude it's you're in for a treat it was a great show i had so much fun i was laughing so hard at everyone who went up you put together a pretty banger show buddy hey, dude the, yeah. that story you shared how many other times you get the opportunity to kind of share that story or is that a uh-huh. story that is ever in kind of like a if you get a longer set you're like oh i'm gonna throw this in the rotation yeah. so like like the only like you're i and i'm not just saying it because you know you're here or to say it mm-hmm. but the when i said it on your show is probably the best rendition of the story Hell yeah because like i did the story on my uh on my album and i always okay. usually do like a Tight. more truncated version but since i knew i was only going to tell this story i got to flesh it out really awesome explore it and i think it's like i'm gonna be listening to it so i can like take notes uh awesome <laughs> on, yeah it's, it's the most fleshed out and like i think best version of that story i've told yet um but like that story in itself i think i've only told it like two other times i usually tell like another story uh one where i was wrongfully arrested but this one i like mm. the best because awesome. it's like it's just it's it's funny and it's just like so like it's such a 90s kid yeah. story, you know it's such a yeah an, an internet in trouble yeah. scene that yeah people have definitely been in or oh, sent yeah. messages or like yeah i i had a buddy one time who i guess he was sending someone he was like, he found some girl on Tinder yeah. and he was like talking to her and like sending some pics back and forth. And then he got like a call from a number that was like, 
this is her father and like <laughs> what? and but he was scamming he's like this is her father i won't tell anyone what you're doing unless you pay us like a thousand dollars or something gosh. so it's the there is there is some this weird human error these scams these weird yeah um can also verge onto the uh, the breaking breaking the law perhaps not even breaking yeah, the law yeah. testing it testing it just doing yeah just doing silly shit well shit hey thanks for coming that's yeah. when that's why yeah i made the show is just to give stand-ups and now other people are on it like musicians and yeah. screenplay writers and improvisers and just talented different people who normally just don't get the opportunity to share a story for that long to no, have their have their stage time have their share yeah. um so thank you so much for being on the show and then coming in here and kind of hanging out and conversation with me <laughs> um hey thank you listeners for tuning in um check out iffy and all the sites and we'll see y'all very soon in the future hell yeah universe <laughs> thanks for peeping in all right bye bye boop boop <laughs> international